0: Good morning. How are you? Good. Doing good? Good. It's good to see you. Everybody's warming up. The ice is thawing out a little bit, st- uh, but we're uh, ready to get back to worship and just have a great time. Hey, today's a little bit different if you're here and you're wondering uh, what's going on. We're, uh, today is the day where we're really going to emphasize our life groups. Life groups are our small group Bible studies, and we have those at different uh, times during the year. We do them in sessions, usually in the spring and, and then the fall, and sometimes we'll have some things in the, in the summer and scattered out there as well. But our life groups are the way that we get together and have Bible study together. We have fellowship together. We're able to do uh, ministry projects together, able to minister to each other uh, as, as a group, and uh, it's just a really wonderful opportunity for you to be involved in not only a Bible study, spiritual growth, but just making a connection with other people. In the church, as we we gather here on Sunday morning, we we, if you've been here any amount of time, we've said this a thousand times at least. If we've said it once, is if the only time you come is on Sunday morning, it is going to take you forever and a day to feel like that you have any connections with anybody else in this in this congregation because you know you're here and you're kind of in your own little world and you sit in the same seat pretty much every time and you know you, so you might know two or three people around you and even if we do the greeting you know you walk out and you may say hello to somebody but you've probably forgotten their name by the time you've gotten back to your seat right so it's really difficult in this setting to have any kind of deep relationship with anybody so we encourage you to be a part of a life group that meets regularly in people's homes, do Bible study and things together. So what we're going to do today is, I've just got a couple of people I want to talk with and help you understand a little more about life groups in case you haven't. And this is Steve Bolt. Steve has uh, participated in life groups before, but also has been leading a life group uh, for us and uh, does a really good job doing that. Some of you guys have been in, in his group. But I want to talk with Steve today just to help you understand, because you may have some... Uh, Anybody ever been in just a traditional Sunday school class somewhere, another church, somewhere, another, you know? And, and not, not to say anything negative about that, because they have their place, but life groups are really not like what you would think of a traditional Sunday school class, especially when it comes from a leader's perspective. So, Steve, if you don't mind, just kind of share with us. Help them understand maybe a little bit about uh, your role as a facilitator, maybe versus as what some people would think as being the master teacher in the class. Just kind of share a little bit about that. Yeah,
1: the role of a leader is really more of a facilitator. And what I have found, no matter what study we're doing, it could be a book of the Bible, uh, or just a book about life and how to do life better, is there's always something that's relevant to me. And so um, most of these studies today have excellent open-ended questions. And all I do is ask a question. And um, a lot of times to get the conversation started, Uh, there'll be something that might be relevant to my own life and I'll just I'll spew that out there and it's just like having conversations you could be having a conversation about shopping you could be having a conversation about sports and one person starts that conversation you'll start to talk about it and you'll leave an open-ended question and that invites other people to have a conversation and that's what you're doing You have a conversation about life and the more that these conversations start to happen and the more times people open up you'll soon discover that we have so much in life, in common, similar struggles. We've been through similar things, um, and it's just a great dynamic. It's just getting that first time where you're going to actually speak in front of a group of people, because typically we kind of put our masks on and we just we'll share maybe a little bit. We'll test the waters, and sooner rather than later, we hope that you'll begin to share your life and you'll discover that we have so much in common with each other. Right.
0: So uh, if you're thinking. Uh, if you're thinking a couple of things, one, if you're thinking, well, you know, I don't have to do anything, I'm just going to show up. And, and if you're in Steve's group, Steve, because he's so smart and spiritually mature, and not a bad looking guy, by the way. right? Sorry, I, that, it's not on the script, I just totally went on my own there. Uh, You know, and and any of the groups, really, don't expect that you're going to come and just sit and totally be quiet and expect whoever's leading the group to have all the answers and to know everything because it shouldn't be that way. If your group is that way, I would like to know because (laughs) our leaders are not doing what they're supposed to do if that's the way it is. Um, So, and the other thing is to, to realize that especially if you come... Uh, and you're a believer, and by the way, if you're not a believer yet, and you're you're welcome, We, we want you to be a part of these studies. This might be a way to help you learn more and get questions answered that you have before you make that decision to accept Christ. So if you're not a believer, we would love for you to participate. But if you come in as a believer, what we believe is all believers have imparted to them the Holy Spirit of God, who is our teacher and our guide and helps us learn. So as you're reading and studying the material for the week, God can speak to you and help you bring things to the group uh, just as well as he could any facilitator of the group. So we really like for people to participate because we can learn a lot more from each other than we can just one person. So uh, that's awesome. Tell them a little bit about um, maybe what goes on in the group if they're thinking all you're going to do is come from for two hours straight, you're just going to come in and crack open the Bible or something and just hit right at it and do nothing but Bible study. Maybe share some of the things that go on.
1: Sure. Uh, I think first and foremost, we try to create a relaxing environment, and try to have fun. Um, there's aspects that, sure, we're going to do a book, a study, a book of the Bible, what have you, uh, but we're also going to try to, if we can, what they call break bread together. We might do hors d'oeuvres or heavy hors d'oeuvres, and it's just a time where you can socialize, uh, get warmed up to people, uh, just like you would at any other place, at a Christmas party or what have you, and then we'll sit down, we'll go through the study. Um, we'll, have, um, we'll break things up so it's not just, hey, we've got a straight, eight-week, ten-week course where we're going through this study, we, we sliver it up where we have a game night, uh, or we, hey, we might go out to dinner together, um, play games together. Our last group, you know, we, it, it tended to be guys against the girls because we have a couples group, and guys. We ended up uh, being not very successful going against the women in some of these games. Um, but it's a chance to have fun uh, and get to know each other, and that's really the crux of the matter. So we have fun in games. but We also do uh, at least try to do one mission project, and the funniest thing happens is when you serve uh, with each other for somebody else, um, you get to know a lot of people in a, just a great environment there where you can serve together with people too. So that's just another, I'll call it a fun, but a yeah. necessary element that God calls each of us to try to do.
0: Absolutely. And it's one of the things that we tell the leaders as they lead their group, you know, we want you to have fun. We, uh, we encourage have a game night where you just get together and just have some fun, play some games together. That's part of doing life together. And uh, so it, it is Bible study, and we really emphasize that, but it's more than just coming together and all being serious. We like to have fun, just like you would if you called a bunch of people over to your house and some friends to have some fun and get to know them a little better. We just, the Bible study is a part of that, but we do other things as well, so that's awesome. Uh, one last thing, uh, Steve. Talk about um, how the groups are awesome at taking care of each other within the group, kind of a pastoral care kind of thing. I know you've had some own ex- some experiences in your own groups and Share with him
1: that one of the things that I have, um, for me personally, found very um, helpful is uh, we all know as Christians uh, that we have the Bible, and we know that we can also pray. So we can pray and have our own time alone with God. But what's funny is that many Christians feel very uncomfortable praying out loud in <laughs> front of other people, uh-huh. and it's a very common dynamic. So what we try to do is we'll have a time of prayer requests. We try to make a rule that those prayer requests have to be very personal. It's not about your mother's brother's cousin. You make it about yourself. And that helps people get to understand you a little bit better, too. And then we'll go around the group, and just one sentence prayers. You pray to the person to your right or to your left. We kind of shake it up a little bit sometimes. You don't know if we're going to go to the left or to the right. But uh, we pray for each other. Uh, And that is just, if you think about this just for a second, who in here does not enjoy and relish having somebody pray personally for you. Not like, hey, I'll pray for you, and then you go off your separate ways, but you pray for somebody right then and right there. I think all of us really um, want and desire that. And so we give people an opportunity to do that, but not just within the group. Um, Another thing that we try to accomplish is, just like on Sunday, you meet once a week. Well, the group, small groups meet once a week. So we try to uh, create a, a dynamic where, hey, just once during the week, Try to get with somebody. And usually it's a telephone call, and we all have kind of a prayer request list that gets emailed out to everybody, and and they've represented that in the group for that week. And we'll try to get with that person during the week and actually pray for them. And it's a way to, once you first start to do a one-liner prayer, you just realize, hey, praying is just talking to God. Um, And and probably the, the verse that I give is in James 5, and it just talks about make it your common practice. Share your stuff with each other. Uh, and make it your common practice to pray for each other because that's where you, you will live together, healed and whole lives. And who doesn't want to have a healed and whole life together with other people? And the sooner you discover the common commonalities that we have, the similar struggles, and that you can pray for each other in that, it, it creates even a tighter bond with uh, yeah. the group. Yeah.
0: And um, now, I don't want you to get the idea if you haven't been in a group. You know, all of our groups are not just formatted exactly the same. Uh, but those elements happen in some way or another. The leaders have different personalities, and, and those personalities play out through how they lead the group, which is awesome because we don't want everything to be like a cookie cutter and just every, everybody's the same. But I know Steve just does a really good job with the prayer thing. I know uh, we've talked on the phone several times about different things, and, and Steve would say, like a lot of us do at times, hey, well, you know, let me pray for you about that. you know, And, and I'm thinking, okay, and we're going to hang up. And Steve says, no, right now. You know, and so he's always, always been good. Let, I'm going to pray for you right now before we hang up. I'm not going to tell you I'm going to pray for you and then hang up and maybe forget that I should pray for you. So uh, he's really modeled that as well, and I know that shows in, in his group as how he leads that. So that's awesome. So, well, Steve, thank you for helping us understand a little bit from a, a facilitator's perspective. Um, we appreciate that. Give Steve a hand. Hey, how do you, do you guys like uh, Donnie's glasses here this morning? Hey, thank you. Thought I'd get you back. Oh, that's a, only fair. I'll, yeah, you can pass that off. Not on the script, but if you do like them, I appreciate they are new. Got them at Harmons. <laughs> they're back there. They're back there scrunching because he said, "Oh no, it's going to go on." Hey, this is uh, this is Clay and Abby. You can, I'll, I'll give you my seat. How about that? Not, I'll, I'll stand up. Uh, and uh, as I talk with them and just say, let me just tell you a little bit. If you have look, maybe you have a catalog. If you haven't, they're on the, they're on the back, and then, of course, the studies in the books are on the back. But there are a couple of things that we're doing where you can experience the things that we're talking about today. One of the studies we're doing is called uh, I Was Broke, But Now I'm Not. <laughs> Would anybody like to be in that last category? <laughs> you know, but now I'm not. And uh, this is this is a financial study. It deals with, if you've ever done Dave Ramsey, something similar to that, it's the same Type principles of learning how to budget and learning how to save and learn how to get rid of those debts and deal with debt collectors and different things like that it, it's the same principles but it's uh it's a little less intense than dave ramsey if you've ever taken one of, one of his courses but really good stuff uh, by joe sangle matter of fact we're going to have him here live to speak on february 20th to talk about this and we'll we'll tell you more about that later but um David Fawcett is leading this study. David, are you in here or are you out and about uh, doing something else? Uh, he, he's counting, okay. Um, good, so we have got somebody who's doing the finance. He's counting the money, and he's going to be leading this study. That's good, right? Uh, but David's going to be leading this, and it's a shorter study. As, as if you've done something by Dave Ramsey, the cost is a lot less expensive. It's only about 15 bucks for the book. And I guarantee you, if you're thinking, you know, my, my budget's out of control, I'm living paycheck to paycheck, I'm behind on everything, I really need some help getting my finances together, this will be the best $15 that you've ever invested to help get you a start on at least knowing what you should do. Sometimes it's a matter of just saying, I don't even know where to start. I've got so much stuff uh, compiled on top of me, I just don't know how to, where to start. So I would encourage you, doesn't matter if you're married, single, divorced, in bankruptcy or think you're going in bankruptcy or if you've got a million dollars in the bank and you're floating on easy street it's good information uh to be able to to have so you can get your finances in order if they're not so i would encourage you to sign up for that one and then the other one that uh that steve is actually leading is called so you want to be like christ and this is by chuck swindolf you know him just a just a great man of god and the study is just geared toward a more uh, a spiritual development of growing deeper with Christ to help you look at things in your life and see what the Bible says about what it means to be like Christ. And if you, would, uh, if you want to grow deeper in that way, that, that would be an awesome study for you to be involved in, again, out there. And then one other thing I'll mention before we talk to you guys is, is that um, Mark King... Uh, Mark, are you here? Just stand up. so maybe I know they'll see you when you're back there, but just so you'll get an idea. Uh, Mark is leading this, and Mark led one a couple of semesters ago called Walk Through the Old Testament, and everybody said, oh, we've got to do the New Testament sometime, so it's worked out for us to be able to do that this time. But if you want to be able to, if you say, you know, I just really don't feel like I know much about the Bible, there's so much in there, I feel like it all runs together, can't make sense out of it, uh, this will be a great course for you to do. This is talking about uh, the New Testament. It gives you a kind of an overview of everything, But it's not in a boring kind of professor type. I'm going to give you all the facts. Um, The study is designed where you use people in the group. And it's just really fun. I participated in something Mark led a while back. Uh, with the old testament and it's just really fun the way it's designed because it's very interactive gives you lots of tools and things of ways to remember things where you can really get a good overview of what's in the new testament and how it all plays out so if you want some more bible knowledge especially with the new testament that's for you so those those are there and they're actually on this first table as you go out on this side they're there and you can talk to the leaders more about them or if you want to go ahead and sign up so all right hey guys this is clay and this is Abby Wilson, and I'm glad that y'all are here. Thank you for uh, helping us do this. But I wanted to, to let you guys hear from, from them. Uh, Clay and Abby have been coming here for, I don't know how long now have you been, have you been here.
2: Maybe, maybe a year a, or so. About a
0: year. And uh, we met at, uh, at a get-together at somebody's house not long ago, and I kind of had seen them, but in that whole time, I really, I probably had introduced myself to them, but I either had forgotten their names or whatever. And so there's somebody who's been coming for almost a year. I'm one of the pastors of this place, and you think I'd be knowing everybody that's coming, right? Well, it's, it's hard. It's hard to do that. So I, had, I really had kind of seen them, but really didn't know them. So it was awesome to be able to get together and, uh, and meet them. But then I got to talking, they'd been in a life group. They'd already been participating in life groups, and I'd seen their names again and hadn't made a connection with face and a name, but one of the things that I wanted to hear you guys to hear from them is, I know, the way your schedules are, you're not here every Sunday, are you?
1: Right.
0: It, it's kind of tough for you guys to be here. So, tell, tell them a little bit about, you know, if they're in the same situation where they can't make it here every Sunday, how the life groups have helped you guys make a connection in the church.
2: Well, I think, you know, we all come to church to get fed, and then we are supposed to feed ourselves to go out and feed others. Well, when you miss a Sunday, you kind of don't get that, that spiritual food. And and by having a life group, you're still able to get that spiritual food to go out and, and feed others as well as feed yourself. And it's kind of like um, back in school, you know, you had a, a homework assignment and you missed it. You know, you kind of copy on somebody else. Not that anybody has uh, ever done that in no, here. no, no, no. But it's, it's mm-hmm. kind of like that. You can kind of get – you know the spiritual feeding that you need you keep the friendship the the fellowship and the accountability partners throughout the week without um without you know feeling like you missed something yeah
0: and what about abby i don't know maybe you want to speak especially from a woman's perspective of uh and it depends on personality but sometimes it's easier for guys to just talk to people a lot of times or whatever but what about being in a smaller group and i know you're not that way but you're you make friends kind of easy but talking about being in a smaller group through the life group how has that helped you and and you and play as far as making some connections
3: well I think when Clay and I first joined um, a small group of course we're in Steve's small group but um, we were the youngest ones in the group And so for us, it was um, we learned to grow our relationship, like our marriage, by learning from other people who have already been there. They've already done that. And so even when we weren't here on a Sunday, you would still have somebody from the group that would call and say, "Hey, how was your week, Ivy? I know you were gone doing this. Um, How did it go?" It's almost like they, people in our group, really I thought cared about each other. So that was the nice part for us. And then we had another. Um, couple that's our best friends that joined and I think it helped our friendship as well grow and stuff like that so I mean
0: I enjoy it that's that's great so uh, even though you're not necessarily here every Sunday uh, you don't feel guilty about thinking well you know I don't go there every Sunday I I probably should stay away from a life group
3: not at all because the people in our group really respected the fact that that was something you know me having a second job that was something for us to do to help better our um home and things like that and so it was more of a just a good way to have somebody you know cur- encourage you encourage yeah. you to do better but at the same time let you know that they missed you right
0: so. okay i know if uh, maybe maybe if, if there's people out here who haven't signed up yet of course this is the second second sunday that we're signing up so there's plenty of time left but uh if you just had maybe say one short something to somebody who's thinking i think i'm going to or maybe i'm not what what would you tell them
3: um, I would say you're missing out. You're missing out on the connection to meet new people in the church, um, and you're missing out on friendships that you build. Whether there are friendships you already had that become stronger, or whether there are new people that you meet that make you a better person. So,
0: okay. How about it, Clay?
2: Um, I think we always come up with some kind of excuse. You know, well, I got to do this, or I'm gonna miss my show. It comes on on this night, or and just kind of throw your excuses aside and. And just say, you know, this, this two hours that you just use for the week it will make... Here, aliens coming. Uh-huh. Oh. Um, the, the two hours that you use through the week uh, will really make a, a lifetime difference just to the, the things you learn through other people um, and other people's experiences.
0: So. Clay might be leading the group next time on Paranormal Experiences.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right. Well, guys, I appreciate that. That's a great perspective from you guys. And uh, give them a hand. Give them a hand, guys. I'm going to tell you a little bit about uh, some more of the studies that we have in case you haven't had a chance to, to see them. Um, the good thing about what one of the things they said was, you know, they were the youngest uh, married couple. The the thing that we do that I really like is that we don't have these studies uh, segregated by age or stage of life necessarily, although there may, may be times when there's something specific. But by far, we just offer the studies. And it's been awesome to see Uh, we led a marriage study one time and we had people in there who were married 20 plus years and a a couple who had just been married less than six months. And you think, oh, those two don't go together. But it was awesome to see those two uh, that, that, you know, the older people who had been married longer could have a little bit of wisdom to pass on to them. And then it was neat for some of us who had been married for a little while to be reminded of what it was like to be first married and all in love and going out on dates and stuff, you know. Uh, you know, we kind of forget about that as time goes by if you're not careful. So uh, it's awesome. So we don't, have, we don't have studies based on stages of life necessarily. We feel like that, that if we're studying the Word of God, that it intersects all stages of life. And that people can learn from everything. So it doesn't have to be a study geared toward one particular issue you're dealing with. You can deal with the study and let God's Word deal with you on that issue. And you'd be surprised the times that somebody else is dealing with the same issue or something similar or it's something that somebody needs to hear that later on they're going to deal with and they'll remember that, that it had been talked about from a biblical perspective. So that's awesome, uh, I think, the way that we do that. Some other things that we're doing, and we do have a couple of things this time that are geared just for women. If you have your, your guide or you can look at it, there's one that we're doing. Uh, by, my wife Shelly is leading it, and she's back teaching the kids today. But it's called Here and Now, There and Then. And this is a, a Beth Moore study, and uh, this is just a, for for you women who like to, you know, some of the stuff that Beth Moore does. And it's it's intense stuff. It's it's a lot of reading and it's taking notes and filling the blanks. But when you finish that, you've learned a lot about the Bible. And this would be an awesome one for you guys uh, to go. And this is kind of a study through the Book of Revelation. And don't let that scare you. Uh, but uh, it's just a really good study. And that one's going to be offered in the morning for those of you who are able. Participate in a morning Bible study from 10 a.m. till lunchtime. And uh, so this is just a good opportunity for you as as a woman to do that. And then also, uh, Chrissy Kemp. Chrissy, are you in here? Uh, Stand up so uh, people can see who you are if you don't know Chrissy. This is Chrissy. And uh, she's also leading a women's study. It's going to be on Wednesday nights. And we we tried to correct it. It's 6.30 p.m. to 8.30 p.m not in the morning but 6 30 p.m and it's called becoming more than a good bible study girl and i like the title of that because not only just with women but i think even for all people sometimes we can just get in that rut of thinking oh what's the next bible study oh i want to do the next bible study oh i want to learn about that i want to do that and then we forget okay what have i done with what i've learned these last four Bible studies have I applied anything to it or am I just becoming a Bible study junkie and just want to just study for the sake of studying. And, and so this study is just a really good kind of an in-depth look at some things that will help you grow as a Christian that will help you grow uh, as a woman more than just kind of going to church and being, being nice and praying it kind of a little in-depth of what it means to study God's word and God responding to you as you pray and those types of things. Again, you can see more of a description. You can talk to Chrissy behind the table when, when this is over, and she can tell you about that. Uh, but that, that is a, a very good opportunity to do some things. Uh, one last thing uh, I'll tell you, another study that we've got. Now, this is, uh, this is called Have a New You by Friday. By Kevin Lehman. Have you ever read anything by him or any of his studies? He's an awesome author and a writer speaker. Does a really good job. But l- let, me just, let me just read. This especially seems to apply at the beginning of the year. How many times have we tried to change our own habits? Only to find that changing ourselves is even harder than trying to change someone else. Especially, I don't know, we're, we're barely into the new year. Have you kept your New Year's resolutions already? Or they're already going, down, they're already going downhill? This, this Have a New You by Friday is geared to help you look at where you want to go, what you want to do, put your life in order, and get things going to take some action so that you kind of take control of, of your life. And it's by Friday. I mean, this is Sunday, so if you signed up now, you'd be good by the end of the week. No, I'm just kidding. It is more than a five-day study, but it will be broken down at those days as weeks represent each day, and you will study through that. So that will be a, a great Uh, opportunity for you that's for anybody that signs up that's not specific to male or female so anyone who wants to do that you can talk more to uh uh, brian and kelly leading out and brian right there stand up i know that you wave, but people might not be able to see you so that's brian so you can talk to him more about that all right carrie i'm gonna ask carrie if she would come out come on out this is carrie blazek give her a big hand How's it going, Carrie?
4: Oh, fabulous. Oh,
0: fabulous. I knew she was a little nervous about doing things when I called her. She said, you know how I am? And I said, yeah, I thought I'd just stretch it a little bit. And you don't even appear to be nervous at all. So she's up here um, because of how much life groups mean to her. She's stepping out of her comfort zone of being in front of people to share with you because that's how strongly she feels about Uh, life group so i appreciate you doing that yes
4: and thank you and y'all can probably hear the uh my heart beating in my chest (laughs) sorry that's all right
0: you can just point somebody and switch and they can get in your shoes and see how that feels no i'm just kidding um i just i wanted people to hear from you carrie because we've talked um i don't know if you know but carrie's a fairly new believer she just become a christian not long ago and was recently baptized the last that we had our had our baptism yay that's right um that's right awesome and uh, it's, it's just been neat for me to see you grow. Uh, even before you made the decision to become a Christian, your questions and how you were thinking and asking and just so honest about everything, it was just awesome to see that. And then, right away, you jumped in a life group. Um, so share share with these people, uh, maybe even you know from a new Christian perspective, uh, how these life groups have helped you. What are some things that have been important?
4: Well, uh, yes, I just started coming to freedom about six months ago and, and basically new to the area and it moved to South Carolina until May of last year. So I didn't know anybody and I'm new to the Christian faith and and God. And so I needed to meet people. And um, that was a good way, I thought, to meet people in the church and learn more about God. So it really helped me to make connections with people. Yeah. I met some wonderful, wonderful people and um, hopefully have good friendships with everybody from here the rest of my life. Um, and then I learned, of course, about God and being a good Christian. And
0: That's awesome. And I know um, Carrie was in one of the life groups that, that I led, and um, it was it was just really neat because I remember that one life group that we had, and I don't even remember the topic we were talking about, but after the after the group was over and we were all kind of standing around, you came up to me and you said something to the effect of, you know, it, I'm so glad to hear some of you people who have been Christians for a while say some of the things that you said, because I've had some of those same questions. And so it made you feel good that, you know, hey, just because somebody's a new Christian versus somebody's been a Christian for a while, none of us have it all together, do we? We don't all, no. have, all have the answers.
4: And I still have tons of questions, so that's I'm just so glad the life groups are there so that I can go to these groups and, and learn more, but still ask people who've been in the church for a long time or, you know, fairly new. and and get people's different responses and um, the knowledge that they have and just talk about different things. I will have questions forever, I'm sure.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You very well might. I know I still have quite a few myself. So so that's awesome. Just, again, I want you to hear, in case you're thinking, well, I don't know the Bible that well, or I'm going to show up and everybody's going to know everything, and I'm going to be the one who doesn't know anything. It's not the case, is it? No,
4: not at all. People... Everybody talked in our group. Everybody had questions. And, and I think we all were able to help each other, um, no matter if they've been going to the church since forever, since they were growing up in the church. or Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: yeah. So that's good. And, 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 again, I don't want you to, you might be saying, well, that's okay. She cannot know anything because she's a new Christian. She's got a good excuse. <laughs> I've been a Christian for 15 years, and I still don't know anything. Well, there's no better time to start learning than now. You don't want to wait another 15 years down the road and still say, I wish I would have started learning 15 years ago. So even if you've been a Christian, and don't feel guilty. Don't feel like I should know more than I do. Just jump in somewhere and let God teach you and learn from other people. Uh, and I promise you, there, there's not... In all the times that we've been doing life groups, I've never had anybody come to me in any kind of detrimental way and said, you know, that life group has ruined me. <laughs> they just... They just made me feel like a dog, and I, everybody put me down, and I'll never, ever go back for the rest of my life. I mean, hopefully you're made to feel uncomfortable from time to time because that's how we learn, and that's how, how we grow as God maybe stretches us. But there, there, there's not a group there that's going to demean people or make them feel inferior. and just We just, we just want to learn together. Is that and, your experience?
4: Oh, definitely. I mean, <clears throat> like you said, I'm not comfortable talking in front of people, so I had a hard time um pushing myself to talk to people and um well at least in the group setting and ask my questions but um kind of forgot where I was going with that thought. But um but I never felt like everybody was like, you know, she doesn't know what she's saying, she doesn't know what she's asking, she so knows what she's doing. I yes. felt like everybody was just so kind and, and helped me and kind of, you know, pushed me in the right direction about, you know Yeah what I need to be learning and, and asking. Yeah. and
0: Yeah, it wasn't like, oh, look at little Miss New Christian. She? You know, it, it wasn't like, you know, bless her heart. She couldn't possibly add anything to our group. matter of fact, there were times when I encouraged Carrie. I, I would tell her, I, I can see that you're thinking. I know that you're thinking. Would you please, when you feel comfortable, share with us what you're thinking? Because I knew as a, as a Christian, and I've been a Christian for a while now, sometimes if you're like me, some things are easy to, for us just to take for granted. Some some good truths about God, if we're not careful, can just become old news. And to, especially to hear them from the eyes of somebody who's discovering those things for the first time, it's awesome to be reminded of, yeah, man, that's, that's great. It, God's grace is good, isn't it? You know, I kind of forgot about that until I see somebody so excited about God's grace or, or knowing that God loves them. So it's just awesome. And again, just another another way to let you know, that the groups are not by age or stages of faith or marital status unless it's, a, you know, a marriage study. But just there, there are things just wherever we are, all life, all walks of life that we come together and we learn from each other. And, and that's awesome.
4: Can I just say, um, <laughs> <laughs> I, you know that I'm uncomfortable with this, but I hope that... I can convey how wonderful this life group was for me. And um, working with you and Shelly and and everybody else in our group, um, it did wonders for me. And I just hope that somebody, at least one person out there that maybe is kind of wobbling today, like I don't know if I want to do it or not, I hope just from our words up here today, you will go out there and sign up right away because it's the best thing that's happened for me as far as personal relationships and as far as um, my. Personal relationship with God, and I just awesome. hope that somebody will um, change their mind and actually do it.
0: That is awesome. Well, I think you have conveyed that very well, and so we appreciate you. Thank you, Ken. Give her a hand, guys. Awesome. Let me let me tell you just a few more things about some of the studies in case uh, you, you just need a little more encouragement about some of the ones that we've got going on. Another one that we have is uh, is the book called Radical, and this is actually a men's study. I'm going to be leading that this time. It's on Wednesdays at 6.30, and I'm going to be leading that. And I say it's a men's study. I don't want you to get the wrong idea. If you've ever been in a men's group, this is not a men's study about men's issues. Um, you know, we're not going to talk about... Uh, specifically although it probably will come up because we're a bunch of guys we're not going to talk about you know you need to be careful to control your thought life make sure where your eyes look make sure you treat your wife good those are very very important and and very good but the topics are not designed to discuss those things but as we go through that i'm sure some of those things will probably come up but it's not going to be a men's group where you have to uh, sit down and just come and spill out all your personal information about how bad of a husband you've been and that you want to go deer hunting more and your wife will let you or That, you know, she nags every time you go golf and you're only playing six days a week and you don't understand what the problem is. You know, it's not necessarily that. This is just a spiritual growth Bible study. And the book is called uh, Radical. And this was written from a pastor of a large church who basically just said, you know, had a successful large church just kind of basically tired of going through the motions, that he wanted, he wanted the church and his own life to be going in the way that it should, should go spiritually, in tune with God, not just, not just clicking along. And so it's a really uh, going to be a challenging spiritual growth uh, book uh, to help us understand that the relationship that God wants for us a, as people, but we're looking at it from the guy's perspective. So again, I'm leading that one, and be glad for you to sign up. We have several people on that one uh the uh, another one that we've done and we've offered this several times and this has been an awesome study it's been full every time that we've done it and it's called love and respect this is one for married people uh cliff and sherry are going to be leading that one uh by the way if i didn't say uh cliff is our pastor he's down there getting to take a break this morning i'm uh, the co-pastor here so he says yeah get a break but uh cliff stand up in case somebody hadn't been here ever before and they had never seen you preach so that's cliff and Cliff and Sherry are going to be leading that one, and Sherry told me they're leading that because they have the most perfect marriage. <laughs> I said, that's why I asked you, because I knew I didn't qualify. So, no. <laughs> um, but this is an awesome study. The book is called Love and Respect. And I, I'll tell you, it, it really is challenging. And he, uh, the author deals, and there's a lot of scripture uh, in there to support all of the stuff that he's talking about, obviously, it's a biblical model of marriage, but uh, he deals with a lot of the things of what he views as kind of a primary need that, that wives have and that husbands have, and that, that wives have that primary need to be loved, and that men have that, prim- husbands, that primary need to be respected, and how those two go together, and the cycle that you get in, and, and women often... Uh, wanting their husbands to love them will actually treat them with disrespect, and men who are wanting respect from their wives will actually be unloving toward them, thinking that that will promote them to be more respectful. And you've probably been in that cycle, whether you realize it or not, if you're married. But this is a really challenging study to help you and your wife get on the same page and to really make your marriage stronger. Um, it doesn't. If you sign up and nobody's, oh, they're having trouble. Look. Oh, looky there. I guess yeah, I Guess things are probably not working too good for them. Doesn't mean that at all. Even if you have a good marriage, this will be challenging for you if you've never looked at it from this perspective. So I'd encourage you to do that. Um, it's going to be, be awesome, and it always is. Another one that we have um, is called Respectable Sins, and this is led by Mark and Vonda Thornton. Where are you guys? Stand up. Mark's sick. I know he wasn't feeling good yesterday, but that's Vonda. And she's the prettier of the two anyway. So you'd rather want to talk to her than you would Mark. But Vonda will be back at the table uh, again if you want to ask more questions about this one. Uh, But people look at this one and kind of turn their head up and say, I didn't know there were any respectable sins. So I was kind of joking out at the life group table earlier, and I was saying, hey, get your respectable sins. Come right down. Get your respectable sins. Choose some one of ours. Or if you don't like ours, suggest one of your own. You know, it's, It's not like this is going to tell you things that you can do and get away with. But the idea is, as Christians, I think there are some things that we have become casual about. And we have convinced ourselves, although the Bible says it's a sin, we've convinced ourselves that, well, it's, it's probably really not that bad. Maybe the culture accepts it. Or maybe the people that I engage in that activity around don't say anything to me. So as long as nobody say anything, I'm okay. So it's kind of an idea of things that we've convinced ourselves that are okay to do and this is a just a really good study to kind of maybe challenge you in areas maybe there are areas uh, of sin in your life that that you've gotten in that habit of saying well it's really not that bad and this may be able to convict you in a good way of not shame on you slap your hand but hey god's got a better way for you this is really not the way that he intends for it to be so this will be a a great one a good spiritual growth study again uh for anybody and it's also on wednesday Wednesdays um and then uh the the last one that we have is called in search of balance and this is going to be Tracy and Paige Burkhalter you guys stand up in case people don't know who you are Tracy and Paige um we've never done this particular study before but we have done studies by Richard Swenson before and he is he's a he's a doctor and looks at things from a doctor's perspective and has done a lot of studies on the human body as it relates to stress and those kinds of things and it's awesome. We heard him speak uh, years ago at a conference that I was at and um, he's just got some really good stuff and a really good perspective about how do we balance our lives. You know we've all got so much stuff going on. I hear that all the time. I'm so busy. I'm just you know you're so connected. You've got all those devices in your your iphones and your droids and all the stuff and anybody can get a hold of you anytime they want to people have a hard time balancing out family and work and uh, what about my responsibilities and and about living my christian faith and how does that all go together and should i separate them he does a really good job of helping you kind of figure out the balance and talk about that there there does need to be a balance in our lives when it comes to these things if not we get overloaded and overload is no good. That was another book that he wrote, The Overload Syndrome, which was just an awesome study about how it affects us when we just stay pegged out in that overload syndrome. There has to be a balance. So if you're again struggling for balance in that area, maybe that was a new year's resolution of I'm going to spend I'm going to leave work at work and I'm going to spend time with my family when I get home, you know. And you go through all these things and you're trying to get things organized where you can leave work where it is and then spend time with your family you know i don't know about you but a lot of times uh, i have i have thought and i've heard you say you know when i'm at work i'm thinking about how guilty i am because i hadn't spent time with my family then when i'm at home with my family i'm thinking about there's a thousand things that i should be doing at work and if you think that way on a regular basis that's a sign that you've gotten things out of balance and um, so maybe this would be a study as you learn from other people and as they facilitate this uh, that would help you do that so uh, a lot of good choices. I hope, I hope you've heard uh, what God wants you to hear today about these things. And again, it's not just saying, oh, just do this for the sake of doing it. We really are serious about how important these groups are, not only to make connections here with other people, but to grow spiritually, to study the Bible together, to do service together. We just call it just doing life together, having fun, hanging out. Now, I will tell you this in case you're, in case you're thinking. And we we said this a lot, and I still think it's true. We're not expecting that if you join a group that you're going to make 12 new best friends for the rest of your life. Probably not going to happen. I will tell you this, though. If you are in a group and you stay through it throughout its entirety you will at least become more familiar with a lot more people in that group. And you may even become good friends with one or two people in that group. And you probably will do things outside of the group. So so I know some people think, well, I've already got best friend. I've already got a lot of friends. I really don't need, I just don't need friends just for the sake of having friends. So we're not saying that it's an automatic, you're just going to gain Uh, you know a hundred new best friends but we are saying this will help you make a connection with other people and who knows how god has that arranged and how that will impact your life so uh, we we do want you to sign up hope that you will you won't regret it i promise and uh, there's a lot of good choices a lot of uh, several different days Uh, we try to offer as many days as we can and this is what we have this time and so what I want to do is encourage you in just a moment, I'm going to have a prayer in just a minute, and then we're going to have our closing and we're going to leave. What I want you to do is challenge you to do this. Normally, if you're one of the ones that when the music strikes, you're out of your chair and you're out the door, if you're not signed up for a life group, don't walk out of that door until you've walked by that table and looked at those studies and talked to somebody who's back there. If you normally are in a, are saying, oh, I've got to hurry up, I want to I get out of here, I'll do that later. I want to challenge you, just go by, just do it today. Just go ahead and sign up today. Now, you can sign up online if you want to. If you still want to think about it, take a catalog. You can go to our website, freedomfellowshipsc.com. You can register online, and that will work just the same. But I don't want you to just having in your mind, oh, yeah, this is good. Oh, yeah, life groups are good. Oh, I'm really encouraged. I'm going to do that. And then you walk out, and it's next Sunday, and you've not thought about it again. Okay, so, so just go by, pass by that table, even if it's crowded, ask questions, go ahead and just 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 sign up for one that you think is going to be appropriate. I guarantee you that you won't regret, regret that. All right, if you would, uh, just stand with me as we pray. God, we thank you that uh, we can come together and talk about you. We didn't uh, have a gospel presentation today, Lord, we didn't talk about things that we normally talk about specifically like looking at verses of the Bible and studying the Bible but Lord we know that studying your word is important and so today it's just been an effort to try and emphasize how much we place on that and that we really do want people to be involved in growing their relationship with you and growing their relationships with others and serving you in this community and other places and throughout this world and we know Lord that that's what your word teaches and so, our way of trying to communicate that all the time is to have these groups available so that people can do that and Lord, I pray today that there are people uh, here that're thinking about it you 've prompted them you 've given them thoughts you 've given them ideas you maybe even placed a, a, a little conviction in, in what's been said and what's been heard of, they've said, yeah, that, that's me, that's, that's what I need to do, or that's exactly where I am in my stage of life, and, and I need to be a part of one of those groups to, to, to let God help me. Lord, I pray that however you've spoken today, that you don't let any of us leave without responding to you. And Lord, we know that these groups are not a magic fix. There's nothing magical about them other than the fact that we are studying your word and we're gathering together with other believers. And that is a powerful thing, and we've seen it all throughout your word um, since the beginning of time. And so I pray, Lord, that uh, as the first church did of gathering together and studying and fellowshipping together, uh, that we model that and that we do that as we offer these life groups. So again, Lord, as we leave today, I pray that you help people to be where they need to be. You knew who was going to be here you know what we we're going to say, and you know who needs to sign up and, and how you're going to change their life through these groups. So I pray that you provide the guidance and make that happen. In Jesus' name, amen.